Oh my god. They were both planned. Were they? Yeah. Did you plan them? Down to the toe? F it. Down to the F it? Yeah. When I say F it and go for it, it's a touchdown, trust me. I'm not sure what that means. Are you saying you're a strong seaman? Is that what you're trying to get at? Uh, sure. Okay. But anyway. Or should be, there should be controlled seaman. You can be like, here we go. <laughs> Full steam ahead. Exactly. Full steam ahead. Exactly. Full steam ahead. Got it. That should be a band. What's up, guys? We still do this thing, like we do this podcast, this heavy metal over a six pack thing, oh, where what? we uh, we drink some brew and we talk about something generally mu- music related and sometimes other things. Genitalia and uh, super sperms and swimmies. Sometimes Marcus rants about like traffic and like things that he hates, but you know, you know, that's what that's what we do here. So, welcome to the heavy metal over a six pack podcast. We are going to start today with brew. More importantly, my Amazon package has been shipped. Ooh. It shall arrive. Good to know. All right, who brought this thing? Someone in the region. Okay, so I grabbed it. It's uh, a. <laughs> okay. It's uh It's a greater good beer, and it's called Vibes. GG no, Vibes. Greater good uh, is notorious for being crazy hoppy. Are they the ones from Maine? They're from Worcester. 8.2%. Yeah, they're notorious for that, too. I have to if, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, Greater Good is a... Uh, duh, I'm thinking of the North. They're North real good at the Dippas. They got the Dippas for days. Dippas. I don't have any good Dippas. Dippas meaning double IPA. This is not a double IPA, but no. they, are, they are infamous for their double IPAs. This is a hazy New England IPA that tastes like a tie-dye shirt. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the design is all tied eye like a like a Grateful Dead shirt or something. Looks like. I like how it says it's from Massachusetts, USA. Hey yo, I haven't seen a moose in a long time. It's not even a real place. Okay, I wanna come in. <laughs> Just want to knock on wood. Housekeeping. <clears throat> this time of year, moose are ornery. 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 But that is the happiest sound in the world. Well, I'm happy that we got some greater good up in here. Yeah. That's cool. That's, That's cool. Some small. local dudes. I fixed this guy's uh, fridge once. Well, I tried to fix this guy's fridge once. <laughs> so evidently, this has a definite dose of one of our favorite Australian hops, Ella, which I assume is the name of the hop. Ella, Ella. The, the, the half-sister <laughs> to the galaxy hops. Galaxy and she hops. delivers a psychedelic, bright, complex, tropical, fruity, and citrusy profile. Oh, she's a piece of work. And we just like fucking hallucinating. Tropical, fruity, citrus. <laughs> Easy to hang with, an instant friend, and never one to shy away from a good time. GG vibes. 
This is all in the can. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, this is quite a story. You, <laughs> like, just, you just open and it's just like a rainbow. Yeah, it was comes brewed by Mary Poppins. <laughs> There's all kinds of shit in there. Alrighty. Guys, <laughs> I feel weird. <laughs> Why am right. I floating? Where did this umbrella come from? We ready to dive into this thing, gentlemen? gentlemen. Well, he will cheers Hopefully. away from said laptops. My grandfather was killed by an umbrella. Um, it's fruity. It is, but it like kind of like disappears like halfway through the sip. Yeah. Like it's just like it like it, it like went in there all. and then it just went. Poof. Yeah, that's a good vibe, man. It's like the flavor hits your tongue and then immediately sprints away. It's like <laughs> it went like completely into like vaporized alcohol. Like yeah. so, this is like a vape version of beer. You drink it <laughs> and then it goes. Poof. Which is, I mean, like we've said before. I mean, at least for me. And for It's the. <laughs> It's that Lord. weird gnarly flavor at the end that usually yeah, I don't deters usually. me, and this is, doesn't have it, so it's nice. I don't usually do eight point two. Yeah, right. Eight point two makes uh makes uh, episode sloppy. Yeah, I didn't realize it was an eight point two. I will uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll reschedule in the future. <laughs> We're gonna have to clear this one out. <laughs> We're gonna need tomorrow off. <laughs> um, this is it's not bad. It, it goes down nice. I'm kind of concerned that it looks so clear on the top. Is there a glass? Do we have a glass on oh. no. Okay, we don't have to get one, obviously. But I'm going to hand it. Go ahead, pour. If you, yeah. uh, if you pour it into your mouth... It's like... <laughs> it's like, like, it like a fountain. Is there, like, no color to this thing? I don't know. Let's, uh, is there a... Uh, there's a little color there. All right. All right. probably why it, like, just vanishes. It just, like, it, like, hits, like, the warmth of your tongue and, like, evaporates. Like, so, I see what they're doing. So it evaporates, and then like you just inhale, like directly in your in, directly into your brain. It's your brain. <laughs> alcohol goes eight point two percent alcohol through your nasal cavity. Which debatable if that's good for repeat business. <laughs> what are you drinking? I don't remember. <laughs> it's your first one. I know. Is it? I've been here for three hours. You know what though? For the local boys, like it, you know, it's. It, I, I, I guess I get some vibes from this. Like I, I'm, I'm vibing. Like if good, I, good if vibes? I was, if I was there, I could GG definitely. GG vibes, like good game vibes. That's or, what I was thinking. Or like could... grown gorilla vibes. Is how we going with this? I usually only I feel play like, Warzone. I feel, I feel so. like they were trying to say greater <laughs> good vibes, like not just good vibes, but the greater good vibes. Okay. Yeah. Like it's almost like a play on their own name. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think Goofy it's good game because I, I would or... not be able to play. I don't, I don't tell the, people good game when I play Warzone. Uh, <laughs> I say meaner things. I'm still a little wigged out that like kind of right. disappears like on the mouthfeel, but like uh, overall, I'd say probably four or five. I'd go four. Four. Quattro. I'm going to go five on this. Hmm? I'm a fan. Wow. Just because it tastes like nothing. This is like a craft beer you can drink in the summertime. Just because it has no flavor whatsoever. It's very light for an IP. Well, for an 8.2, this does yeah. not even taste like an 8.2. That could be bad. That's a good thing for me. I remember, I, I don't know if I've brought this up before, but when, like, the Not Your Father's Root Beer was, like, the big oh, thing. Yeah. And, oh, like, they were huge. And I remember drinking them, and I'm, like, three in, and you don't remember that it's alcohol. You and you're three? like It's three and a half. <laughs> but the, seriously, though, like, you don't realize that they're alcohol, and you yeah. just keep drinking, and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> you gotta stand up like where am I? Like so well, whose house is this? So the interesting thing about those is like in New England they couldn't sell the harder alcohol version. So like here it was only five percent. Yeah, because they have the they have the ten. The My 10? first time of having not your father's is it 10, right? root beer. 
I, it was like either eight and a half or ten. Yeah, like it was something the, like that. It was like a big boy, right? They poured it in like a draft, oh. and like so they came over like a pint. And like you sip it, it's like oh this is great, and then like you're halfway through your glass and you're like what? Oh god! Like oh my god, what's happening to me? <laughs> Help! Why does my face feel awesome? <laughs> <laughs> um, but not bad, not bad. Four and a half. All Good job, Dave. Good game, Anthony. Good, good game. Good, good gravy. Good job by all. Good. We'll continue drinking this while we do this. So in the world of us being stuff and doing things and listening with ears. To stuff being doing things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you see, you know where I'm going with this. I'm glad someone does. Because the they beer. don't. <laughs> yeah. Still talking about the it's the psychedelics in the beer. Uh... I would think I would like to do at the beginning of these do some um, album releases kind of within the month within a few because we are usually a week or so behind in our um, the release of the episode so I would like to try to be you know I'll, I'll get a good range so that way we uh, all have an idea of what to look forward to and what has come out recently whether we've listened to these or not I mean if anyone has you want to Throw in some change. I'm broke, so that would be very useful. <laughs> so, I guess we can just start rolling with this. And starting... What? You, went, <laughs> starting you made a mouth noise. Does that mean you want me to say something else? Nope. Because I can. No, I'm good. You can say whatever you want. I'm, so, I'm, I, <laughs> I'm educated enough as I can repeat. You're making... I was trying my hardest not to interrupt, but like you're kind of dragging me into this. And but I'm going to continue to not interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. I have a condenser mic. It picks up when I freaking burped yesterday. Anyways. Good. Okay. Great. Grant. So we're going to start... I'm going to go through... No, I suppose, fuck it, we'll go through all of them. Wow. Uh, July, <gasps> starting of July 2nd, which was uh, the beginning of the week, uh, we have... And I am going to mess up a lot of these, so bear with me. Anthropophagus? The Previty of the album in question is Apocalypto. Uh, at the Gates released Nightmare of Being. It's interesting. We haven't heard. I, I think you did a review of the last album, correct, Marcus? At the Gates? Um, I know you did one they, without the gates. I they've just been don't they've been brought up. I don't remember why. <clears throat> if it was a full on album review or if it was like a song thing, I forget. Uh, Bone of Osiris is releasing in or released Angel or Alien. Uh, crack the sky between the cracks. Seems weird, <laughs> but no, whatever. Okay, this. Whatever is, you do, I don't think this is, is fully English, but Die Apocalyptician Greater. The Divine Horseman. You figure that out for me. Uh, Lord of the Lost, Judas, Mondor Generatella, which is a live album. Moonspell released a 1755 re-release and a extinct re-release, which isn't anything fancy, I think. Uh, Nano War of Steel, Italian folk metal. What is the point of re-releases? I haven't figured that out either. Uh, they figured out that the, their producer blowed. Ah. So they, uh, <laughs> they, it just sounds a little better, yeah, I guess. Or yeah, they, they found a dude that like just puts like some more kick yeah, and like much. heavier bass. Yeah. And they're like, sweet, thanks. A buddy. lot of like you know, like Led Zeppelin has, well, you know, Ozzy and stuff like that. But Stop. I didn't think Moon, maybe Moonspell's older than I thought they were. 
Uh, Nick Olivier? Olivery. Olivery. Whatever. Uh, no Hits at You, Volume 7. So he's, he's up there. Noctambulist. Probably said wrong. The Baron Form. Psychosexual. Unholy Hymns for the Children. No, the you. Choir Boys. A Bit of What You Fancy. 30th Anniversary Edition. Uh, Rashra. Misanthropic Wolfgang. Uh, Tack. Take. T-A-A-K-E. Take. Tack. Tack. I don't know. Take. Tack. Talk to him. Avic is the album. Um, this one's called Various Artists. I don't know if that's a band. That would be very smart. But it says like various that, artists. Like that uh, that softball team in college. That oh, it's a Sisters of Mercy tribute. There's Jason. A, there's a softball team in college that named their team No Game Today. So every time it showed up on people's schedule, they'd read it as No Game Today. And, not show up. and it worked like the first two games. And then they people started <laughs> catching on that to actually play people. That's kind of funny. Um, we have Ascension of the Watchers. This is starting of July 9th. So, tomorrow, actually. Or, for you, probably a week or so ago. Uh, Ascensions of the Watchers, Translations. Christian Death, Atrocities, which is a re-release. Uh, <laughs> Domination Campaign, Onward to Glory. This is Frost, and then the little asterisk side. I don't know if that's means something frost butthole but they have two re-releases maybe frost butthole yeah probably uh hammers of misfortune another re-release hardline heart mind and soul la guns cocked and loaded which is a live album lorraine luhimo so that's a slash between that uh the reckoning the life project and it's an ep mayhem it's actually another ep add Adavistic Black Disorder slash Commando with a K. Um, musk Ox. Musk Ox. <laughs> musk. Not to be confused with Sex Panther. This is Musk Ox. Uh, Call of the Wild. Uh, Silverstein has an album out. Hey, there's a name I know. <laughs> right? When Broken is Easily Fixed. Toby Hitchcock Changes. How the fuck is Mayhem releasing an album? Weird, right? Well... <laughs> I'll get in, I have a few singles I want to I want to bring up as well. And, and this year, yeah, pretty much. Are they all like dead? We call this one. Don't touch my Jello. <laughs> oh Christ! Okay, so I don't uh, think that's how it would sound. I don't. I don't think so either. But it's fine. All right, we got two more months that I'll roll into. Uh, Ju- I'm sorry, not months. Um, dates. Uh, July 16th, we have Big City Testify. Uh, Bulb is releasing moderately fast. Equip. Adequately Furious. Like the Fast and the Furious thing? Is that how it works? Cognitive is releasing malevolent thoughts of a hastened execution. Interesting. Uh, Heaven and Earth is V, which I assume would be 5. Inner Stream, Stay in the Sea. Marta Gabriel, uh, Metal Queens. Orphidian, 1, or I, I guess. Uh, Desolate. Paradise Lost, I haven't heard them in a while. Uh, at the Mill. Oh, it's a CD, DVD. Resurrection Kings, Skygazer. Uh, Shadows Fall. Hey. Uh, of One Blood, which is a vinyl re-release, so it doesn't matter. Ah. Times of Grace. We're releasing Songs of Loss and Separation. <coughs> There's been a few singles out there. Shadows Fall doing a one-date uh, reunion show that's in uh, New England. I forget the exact date, but it's at the Worcester Palladium. Ooh, that's right. I believe in September or October. Have you guys ever been there? The Palladium? No. Never. Yeah. No, nope. me neither. 
Uh, it smells va- great from what I hear. Only in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, Vandor has on a mid- moonlit night. Uh, Vona. Your sarcasm confuses me. Uh, Willow. I Lately, I feel everything. I like uh, it. Wizard Throne. Hypercube. Something I can't pronounce. Necro Dimensions. Yeah. Are you reading this with me? Mm-hmm. Probably. Uh, Wormwood is <laughs> Archivit. Trying to back you up, buddy. Thanks, Whenever buddy. I can. I'm bad at this. And the last, I'll go to July 23rd for a little future action. Ooh. We have Capstan. Dang. Separate. <laughs> uh, Craven Idol. Forked Tongues. Descendants. Ninth and Walnut. Uh, Dream Theater. Marcus. Uh, Lost Not Forgotten Archives, a dramatic tour of events, select board mixes. I don't know what that means at all. Uh, that means a lot. <laughs> I would assume. I mean, they just, what they pretty much did was they took three random sentences and jammed them together. <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs> uh, Eradicator, Influence Denied. Er- Eradicator's decent. Yeah. Uh, Erdve? Er- Savagli? Savagla? Savagila? Savagale. Sure. Uh, Godslave, positive aggressive. Heavy water, red brick city. Lee Aaron, radio on. Mr. Big, lean what? into it. It's the 30th anniversary. Mr. Uh, Big. S- no. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is for people say, who have uh, these other bands. Uh, um, thanks, sleep, Loudwire. Sleepwalker, <sighs> alias uh, Tantric. Tantric. That's, that's violin action. Uh, the sum of all things. And then that last one, which has, for some reason, no um, vowels at all. Uh, y could be a vowel, sir. Ingwi, Malmsteen. What he said. And bless you. Parabellum. Uh, Parabellum. Problem. <laughs> Followed up by Parabellum. <laughs> um, Actually, the... you can't <clears throat> pronounce that one, but this one's pronounced Parabellum. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, there's two that were released that aren't on that list. Um, like oh, wait, wait. Do you mean you mean to tell me that Loudwire got something wrong? It's not that they didn't get get it wrong. They no. just didn't get it right. No way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Light the torch. Release yeah. their album. Uh, you will be the death of me. Sounds Any, awesome. Does anyone? I checked out the title track and I listen. I don't remember the name of the other song I was <clears> listening to today, but I'm gonna. There was a track that I heard on Octane. It was Dees. Wasn't. Wasn't yeah. awesome. Wasn't yeah. great. Was Dees. I got through like halfway. I mean, it's it's fine. Was solid. Solid. I mean, I li- for some reason, like, I like the few that I like from the first one. And I want him to get back to pissy. It, like, it's very clean. It's, it's Like, very... I know, it's like, bro, I know you can sing. Let's get mad. <clears throat> let's get angry. Let's get, let's get that awesome mix that makes Kill Switch Engage so fucking great. Right. I agree. I know you're not Kill Switch Engage. <laughs> I was going to say, but they're, they're like <laughs> the torch, though. Like, Jesse's over there like, fuck you, Mark. They were literally... <laughs> In a band that was like heavier, the devil you know, yeah, was meant was supposed to be heavier than Kill Switch, yeah, and then it turned into well, Light the, the Torch, and now really they're like too. lighter than Kill Switch. It's yeah. like, guys, come on, come on, come on, help me out, yeah. Here. I'm a metal guy. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Well, he's just... got he's got Scion, so maybe he'll go. Oh, that's yeah, that's that weird. Jared Dine, yeah. 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 I, I'm just glad yeah. that he's back in. Uh, I listened yeah. to that song too, and I wasn't impressed that's by fine. that either. I'm just glad to see Howard. Back I thought this song was pretty cool. I like Howard a lot, and I want to see him keep doing music. I want him to keep doing heavy music. Musac. Um, That's right, Howard. Marcus, this one's for you. Fear Factory released Aggression Continuum. I, I'm so happy for them, I think. I don't know. I haven't checked it out yet. Though. You haven't? Let me... While you, while you continue talking, I'm probably going to 
Because it's been how long since they released an album? Because how much shit was going on? Well, supposedly, like, they weren't releasing like, Dino, albums anymore. Like, because... they were together, like, yeah, yeah, we'll do something. And then they were, like, apart. Like, Dino was, like, like this guy this sucks. Is one of... And then it's, like, Mass Capital. It's, like, I don't know. This is one of those, like, I'm not going to speak too deeply on it. Because, like, it's, like, I don't it's, know it's anything about release, it. But so who the fuck's haven't... on? Who is actually on this album? Yeah, no, exactly. And it's, like, is it, is it, um, oh, my God, why is his name escaping me completely? Dino Cavallaro? Not Dino. Uh, Dino. Uh, Max Cavalera? No, that's, that's so No, no, Dino Cavalera is right. But, uh, Cavalera is, but uh, who, the singer. Why is his name escaping me? Shit. I used to know. Um, uh, Clay, not Clay. Um, <laughs> Cliff Thompson? Cliff. Claire Danes? Burton. Cliff, thank you. Is that right? Uh, no. <laughs> I just made that up. Okay, no, probably not. <laughs> I literally just made that up. Oh, I, th- I think Bur- I think Burton's right though. Tim, no, that's no, Tim Burton. That's that's not correct. Not the cartoonist. <laughs> oh my god, this is embarrassing. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Clyde Ozenthal. Oh, this is this is Fear Factory. That's why. That's what it was right. It's oh, oh C Burton. C C Burton, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bur- what's, Burton, what's C C Bell. Burton C Bell. Burton C Bell. <laughs> Bell Burton. Yes, C Burton, we got Bell that. Bottom. We got Bert. I'm sorry. That was a great segment we just did there. I well, said clear whatever. Names. We're confused. I'm, I'm confused <laughs> all the time. So like you know, I'm glad that. So, according to, oh, I was, I was about to say a little industrial. No fucking <clears throat> oh, shit. It's goddamn goodness. Fear Factory Can't for Christ's sake. That happens. It's the moisture down here. Uh, or the spirits. <laughs> 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 all right if you want some uh follow-up to this uh so september 2nd of 2020 dino announced he would be releasing new fear factory music in this uh and then later the month burton announced that he was gonna quit blah blah blah, blah. an interview with rob flynn uh september 28th which took place with in hours of uh the announcement of bell departing from fear factory uh, Dino claimed that he was not aware of the split until he found out via social media. Uh, he also claimed to be one of the reasons behind Bell's departure, which we kind of knew that to begin with. No. Uh, only due to the lawsuit that prevented the release of the band's new album. But because the latter's portion of the Fear Factory trademark ownership became available, which left um, Dino as the sole owner of the band, Dino reiterated, there we go, couldn't read that. That Bell's vocals would appear on the new album, which is being mixed by Andy Sneap on March 2021. Um, and hope the pair would continue to work together in order to support it. Uh, yeah, so it is Burton. Okay. Okay. So it's technically the whole band. Okay, Anthony. Okay. Anthony. Okay. Okay, okay Anthony. Oh. Technically the whole band. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Alright, I'll have to uh, I'll have to give it a uh, solid chance because, I don't know, like right now I'm just kind of like, whatevs. But, you know, it's definitely better than, I think it was Digimortal. Was that their last one? <laughs> like that was, wasn't their last one, but that was like, that was like their last one, their last one after the good ones. <laughs> I like, prefer, I prefer Pokemortal. That's Digimon. Oh. Um, Great all right, so, all right, aggression, <laughs> aggression continuum. All right, I'll be back. I'll be back. And the last sort of announcement 
tomorrow, the 9th. And other people are going to obviously know they're probably out by then. Ice Nine Kills is released in the new right. album. Uh-huh. She hits a C6. <clears throat> No, it's, it's fly songs. like a G6, oh, actually. Sorry. So I somebody... figured that would be interesting. Okay, so I actually have a concern with this. Okay. I have a concern with Ice Nine Kills, because Ice Nine Kills kind of got a little big. Kind of got a little popular. Very little, quickly. Like, Very lo- quickly. A lot, of, a lot of good stuff happening for Ice Nine Kills, which, love you, mean it, awesome, great, super. Oh, look, there's a... Um, But <clears throat> what my concern is that... Next album is going to be disappointing. Oh. Let's see. There hasn't been any hype towards it. It hasn't. Nothing's come up. There's a single that's been released though. Yeah. Teamed up with Twisted. Yeah, I saw that one too. They have a few singles that they popped out, like Jason's mom, which is Stacy's mom. Jason's mom. Yeah, it's literally it's, it's, it's a cover of Stacy's mom, oh, but it's I Jason's mom. Kills. You silly, you silly. Gooses. And then they covered that um, the Elvis Presley song a little while back. Yeah, which she uh, thinks my tractor's sexy. Other different oh. Presley. That was Paisley. No, so was we'll see. <laughs> I will go into any INK with like open arms and excited. You know what? They're grid writers, so I don't necessarily think that they're gonna like right. produce a flop. Mm-hmm. But I fear that the Silver Scream is gonna be very hard to follow up. Angry. Start to finish. Angry. And even every trick <clears throat> in the book, I thought was amazing. So. They got two really amazing albums right now, but we'll see what happens. I don't want to listen to this. This is hurting my ears. Um. Mark's just bracing. <laughs> but you know what? When 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 bands can put out at least two good solid albums like outright, then that like it's hardly ever a flop. There's usually at least like one to four good mm. songs on an album. Mm. You know, like yeah, it's but not start like to a... finish, they're solid. Right yeah. now, I'll tell you what: if they can, <laughs> if they produce a third album where I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they're gonna they're gonna start getting into my greatest band of all time out Were you conversation. Like what? Whoa! <laughs> whoa! Whoa! <laughs> I wanted the head whip again. <laughs> yeah, like whoa! Like motherfucking whoa! Like if that happens, I will be like, like if they seriously put out three killer albums, like start to finish, like they they will start being in my greatest band of all time conversation. Because I already think they're they're incredibly talented and like creative writers. So, yeah. all right, guys, don't let me down, man. Because well, I will be the first person to rip you apart. Ooh, on this podcast, on this podcast, in this basement. <laughs> Ask Corey Taylor. I dropped. Yeah. That, I dropped that mofo on the side of the highway. Ask Ivan Moody. Yeah, we don't Ask, like his lyrics. Ask What's Ivan up, Ivan Moody? Ah, <laughs> oh, Christ. Okay, we've called out some what Taylor Swift, Ivan Moody. Uh, who else? Have Most we, of well, trapped. Have we James Hart? Yeah. Oh, trapped easily. Hey, Chris Brown. If you still want to, well, if you have a job or if you're looking for something, maybe you can consult <laughs> I think with Scott us. Scott Stapp was one of them too. Oh yeah, Scott Stapp. <laughs> Scott Stapp. Uh, this is us at Heavy Metal over a six pack, and this is not the government in your headset. <laughs> Please come talk to us. Um, before we move on, I got a few singles that were released. Um, that I of interest. Um. I was the big one for last. So we did one of the bands that was submitted to us maybe last year, maybe the year before. Arsenic, mm. female fronted. I think okay. you gave me the album actually to review. They released Extraterrestrial the other week, I believe. Are they really? Yeah. And um, 
I guess it got really big. Like it's it's nice. It did very well. Like it's in like a top Billboard kind of deal, which is which is good for that. That's awesome. I mean, anytime a band can be partially on a show and get big, that's right. cool. Partially. <laughs> hey, we talked about you once. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Hey, they <laughs> Give us some royalties. Oh, did they? Hell yeah. yeah. Um. Moving on slowly, uh, Clutch actually released a single called Guild of Mute Assassins. Uh, they have, they've done a few covers here and there, but they haven't released much in their own department. So that was, an, it's not bad. It's a little slower. Um, Seether released Wasteland, which has been all over the place. Just, you know, the one thing about Seether is they've always just sounded like Seether. They've yeah. never really straight away. No. Which. Sean Morgan's good at that. Which is good and bad. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. like when their last album came out. Like, I listened to it and I was like, cool. It's Seether. Like, it didn't really do anything for me. It was fine. It sounded like Seether. It sounded like every other album they've had. So, yeah. uh, Wasteland's pretty good, too. Um, I haven't realized that Seether was considered post-grunge. Yeah, technically. That's about right. Yeah. Because he has that kind of weird Yeah, but it's, just, it's just weird to me. Like, it, I don't know. I feel like they're heavier than... But I don't know. Whatever. Um, Tenacious D mm. released You Never Give Me Your Money. Well, they that's actually pretty accurate. I, I never have. Yeah, that's true. It's well, kind well, of a slower song. I mean, I'm it's glad as, they let go of It's that, as though, goofy as anything. <laughs> um, for anybody who has children, Perry Grip has released Taco Spaghetti. So I'll throw that out there. What is Perry Grip? Perry Grip is the guy who makes... Have you ever heard the It's Raining Tacos song? No. It's Raining Tacos, that one. Hallelujah, it's raining tacos. <laughs> Close. <laughs> no? <laughs> uh, he does like a lot of kids music, and they're just a sim- like penguin on a scooter, or just weird, goofy shit like that. Okay. And, yeah. Trendy so TikTok dances. Cool. Throw that out there. Uh, the last one I want to throw out, and Marcus, I know you listen to it as well. But Bullet My Valentine has released knives. I hope they catch them. That yeah. could be a very serious incident. Heaviest and album, he, he, not album, heaviest song I've ever heard from them start to finish, probably it's ever. weird. It's it's very, like... The song knives or the album knives? Song. Okay. It's just a song, yeah. So far. So far. Yeah. It's interesting because um, Gravity, that was the last one, right? Yes. Was very more synthy, had a kind mm-hmm. of poppy side to things. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as, But then this comes out, it's very raw, this album, or this song. And, like, it has, it doesn't sound like a bullet song. Like, if, because I mean, like, vocals, I mean, I know what Matt Tuck sounds like, so I. I didn't get that. Try tapping a box to edit. Silly Siri. Whatever, Siri. Well, Shut you know up. What? How dare you? But, like, Bullet has a very structure that they usually follow yeah and this song just it throws that out the window it's a fucking awesome song but like the chorus is all screaming it's not the matt talk pretty chorus and but it's catchy like it's i'm interested what the rest of the album is going to be like it's probably going to be this is the only heavy song and the rest is like fucking who knows yeah the rest will be like ballads (laughs) yeah that's what i mean (laughs) But if this is the direction they're going to roll with this album, it could be interesting. I'm excited for it. But, like, the chorus? Like, it's heavy as shit. Like, breakdown-y. It'll be interesting. 
Yeah, this is a uh, mosh juice. It reminds me of that, uh, what's that, Disrespect Your Surroundings yeah, song? Disrespect yeah. Your Surroundings. This is also, to throw out, like, 60% of the way through the song, there's a breakdown with, like, a guitar riff that is, I've never heard of them do ever. It's very weird. It threw me off. I'm like, who is, like, halfway through, I'm like, wait a minute, who is Jazz. this? Like, <laughs> it's fucking weird. But yeah, that's all I got for you. Awesome for job. releases and unreleases and... Stop. Proud of you. On to the news. The nudes. New is. New. Heavy metal headlines. Tropical storm Elsa is letting it go outside right now. Oh my god, is it still pouring like crazy? <laughs> I think I brought the four-wheel drive. Uh, What's that have to do with the rain? You should have brought paddles. Do you anything about shit. water? Shit. It's okay, drive. I got some paddles. Don't Four-wheel worry. drive does great at the bottom of the lake, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. The fuck is this? I was about to ask oh. the exact same question. <laughs> oh. Oh, I know what this is. Sorry guys, you Do can't you, you don't get the you don't get to hear what we hear. I Just, apologize. Uh, AWOL Nation featuring a... Nope, this would be Bullet for my Valentine, <laughs> the same band that we just played. Yeah, um. actually. <laughs> this is a Good grief. No. Uh, News time? Gosh. Just no across the board. I actually want to bring up local news real quickly that came to my attention today. Very local news. Very, very local news. Dave gave me a point, so he might know what I'm talking about. The band that we know, and frontman that we definitely know, a Fathom Farewell, Alex. Um... They have been signed with Blood Bless Distribution, along with other bands such as Brand of Sacrifice, Butcher Babies, and Angel Maker, and obviously some others. So they've officially been signed. So, yep. good Badass. for that. I mean. Nice job, Alex. Long time coming. It's been a while. You should come back on our show now. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, it. we're slowly, okay. slowly running out of bands to bring back. Thank you very much. I'm not going to... Uh... <laughs> I'm <done>. we... uh... <laughs> but yeah good for them if you haven't listened to fathom or have listened to the episode with fathom check them out do it the music is absolutely phenomenal like yeah good. he actually like they do a very good job he can sing very well he's got a very good voice he has a crazy range he's got mm-hmm. wicked like well, i i was gonna say deep pipes but that sounds weird i think he's just got pipes in there. he does have pipes he pipes Pee pipes. He pipes. Not pee pipes. Like Gross. Come on, man. Grow up. <laughs> no, that's this is a Piper adult show. But no, that's awesome news. And like, who, who he shares it, who he shares <laughs> a catalog with, who he shares a catalog <laughs> with, is like, is like awesome. Like yeah. butcher babies oh, yeah. and like whatnot. Like, if you get on like a couple of those tours, I mean, a few European date, like, oh, easily. Like, off there you go, is. bro. Like, fucking fly, dude. Enjoy. Hell yeah. Fly, birdie, fly. Run it. And send, us, and send us free t-shirts. Yeah, right. you, you can afford it now. <laughs> All right, moving into bigger news. Dave, this oh. one's directly for you. Ouch, Hello. Alex, sorry. Uh, perf- <laughs> well, this is this is off of Hammer, so I consider it big news. Uh, perfectionist Fred Durst holding up new Limp Biscuit album, says Wes Borland. Perfectionist, huh? See, West Borland says that Limp Biscuit have a quote unquote great record incoming if Fred Durst ever finishes his vocals. Hey Wes, I love you. 
That is all. <laughs> Limp Bizkit has written 35 songs for the follow-up to 2011's Gold Cobra, which is fucking horrible, mind you, and are waiting on the quote-unquote perfectionist frontman Fred Durst to record, record his vocals. <laughs> uh, speaking with A7X's bassist Johnny Christ for his Drinks with Johnny podcast, uh, Borland revealed that the band has have have tried seven times to finish what would be their sixth studio album. Still provisionally titled Stampede of the Disco Elephants. Yeah, they are uh, they are going on tour with my favorite new band that ever come out, Spirit Box. That sounds a very hmm. um Is it a downhill tour? Yeah, right. <laughs> but evidently Eleven dates all in New Hampshire. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? That makes sense. <laughs> but trying to do this album, uh, Fred Durst has thrown thrown away his vocals each time, and he's been unsatisfied with the vision for the album. Okay, what are the chances that he's actually like gotten old and doesn't get the tone that he's looking for? What are the chances that he's full of shit? <laughs> well, seriously, very, like, what are the high. chances like Fred Durst doesn't both sound like he high. sounded like twenty years ago? Fred, bro. All right, so. <sighs> If certain people are listening, I don't even want any fucking messages about how long it's taken for certain things. So fuck off already. What? What? What, what happened? Nothing. What? Continue. Oh, moving on. Uh, Side note. Inside joke. Fred, bro, like, yeah, just try something true. different. Like, mm -hmm. uh, push your limits, man. Do something new. Like, do something new with your voice and vocal range or something so i guess they released singles uh 2013 ready to go and 2014 endless slaughter he said borland now follow this so borland revealed that they have 35 songs recorded instrumentally so the whole songs are done so that sucks so how does that here's the thing how does this not like instantly be like a riff with the band it's like fred Dur like West Borland's like literally like, dude, the fucking album's done. Fred, Fred Durst is a douche. So that's basically what he's saying. Well, right, but like, how is that not like an instant riff? Like, these guys are supposed to be touring. This is supposed to be like, dude, I, I, I will never understand that whole. Listen, if you're on tour with somebody, like, I, I understand you can keep you guys yourself separated to like a certain extent, but like, listen, you gotta share the room with like people. Okay. And if you got two guys that are like going at it all the time, like, it's not a positive experience. It's right. not. It's not even that they're going at it. So. Bolin said that, um, so he's done with vocals, and then he throws them away. And then he's done with vocals again, and then throws those away. And then he says, fuck this, and throws it away. So he thinks, well, Borland thinks, he's finally at the point now where he's going to pick a set of these songs that he's finally cool with and finish them. Fingers he thinks. Crossed. I think that sounds like Wes putting the pressure on Fred to actually do it. However... We have all made these assumptions based on another assumption that Fred actually knows what's going on. And we don't know that he knows what's going on. So who knows when this will come out? So he throws here because um, they ask him when it's possibly a thing. And he was kind of really, they don't really have a commit to a date, obviously, because it's in the works. But he did, quote unquote, say... Um, but the songs feature, quote-unquote, the best stuff I've ever done as a musician. So hopefully instrumentally it's good. I mean, Wes Bowen's a phenomenal guitar player. That's what I'm saying. I love Wes. I love a lot of his riffs. His riffs. I love a lot of their songs. I, like, I respect him as, like, just, he is an excellent musician. 
And I just feel like he didn't get a fair shake, and I feel bad for him. And I feel like now he's putting the ball in Fred's court, like, hey, we're not covering Pretty for much. you anymore. Because Borland stated, he's like, I'm not in charge of Fred's vocals. I'm way done with my parts on the record. I'm sure I'll go back in and play a little bit more after, but it's fucking Fred Durst. He went from being a darling to everyone's most hated person in the world. We broke up as a band. He's tried to find his footing, I think, on a bunch of these songs. He's so talented, and I love him so much as a brother. But if he's not ready to do it, he's not ready to do it. You know, not for nothing. I'm actually one of those people that feel like like Limp Bizkit gets like a bad rap for like 0.0 reason. Like I liked Limp Bizkit growing up. Like a lot. I respect Now Fred Durst is a douche. And I liked a lot of their <laughs> like I don't know, I feel like they did a lot of they were they're blowing up for their mm-hmm. like there for a minute. That Undertaker used him as his theme song right, in the yeah. entrance. He was in the WWF SmackDown Just Bring It game, Fred Durst. Like, well, he created a couple of anthems that are, like, are usable in like, so many like different things. He's responsible that, for Stained. That last like, album, I can't remember what it's called. It's like the Golden something. Golden Cobra. The Golden Cobra. Golden it was a little Cobra weird. Little, a little weird, a little gnarly for me. Which, you know, Wes is a little weird and a little gnarly. So, I mean, he's awesome, though. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the guy's amazing. He can rip. It'll be, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. But, I mean, maybe it's that's a better idea because Roland says, he quotes here, you know, my whole thing is that I force things. But I'm happy to make mistakes and get embarrassed and go, oh, I should have done that day. The universal hatred, though, for, like, the overall, like, Limp Bizkit thing, it's like, guys, get over it. Like, they weren't that bad. Like, there was nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I just hate it's it. what the kids used to listen to in the 90s. I, I can't say lost, that I haven't. I lost respect for Fred after the Australia incident. Really? Crickets? You don't know about the Australia incident? The festival that they played? Do we have crickets? That Should I have brought crickets? None of the like none of the security team had set up proper barricades and whatever and found out that the crowd was way too big for the venue <laughs> that they were doing. So That's... they went up and they were like, "Hey, like people are getting really antsy and hot and bothered and like people are like getting pretty ridiculous. Like Fred, when you go up there, you got to make sure you stay in control of the crowd." Like you can play your songs, but you need to stay in control of your crowd, and like you need to, you need to make sure it's a good show. And he goes out there, and he goes, "Yeah, we're gonna do a set out here, but uh, instead we're gonna do uh, this song called Break Stuff." That's one of the let's songs. Let's go, let's go, fucking nuts! And he made the crowd go nuts, and a girl got fucking trampled, literally right immediately after they told him, like, "Hey, bro, you should probably keep an eye on the crowd, and maybe not, I mean, may, in, maybe not add fuel to the fire." It's not his responsibility. Exactly. It's not. And break stuff is one of the most popular songs. Yes, like it, was, it probably has like. Don't more get me wrong; it's than... it's a tragic event, and I totally understand that. Was he supposed to play like behind blue eyes? Like... <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> like... Are you guys sleeping? No one right, knows it... what it's like. It wasn't so much the situation as it was his response to the situation, because he totally was just like, "Yeah, no, it's not my fault or a problem." That's a weird reason to hate the band. So then Australians were like going nuts. I don't hate them because of that. I don't like Fred Durst's voice, regardless of of what he's singing. He's like, not like the best. Singer that's my. In the world. Don't get me wrong. My beef with Fred Durst is just the tone of his voice. Well, hitting well, my ears yeah. does not sound good to me. No, like no, that's, I mean, that's 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 all it is. Like I don't have, but I lost respect after that incident holy shit this particular song how many plays would you say this has Behind Blue Eyes? well it's technically million. you know i mean it's a cover so 
Not quite, but like 233 million. Okay. Again, essentially 234. I mean, I just hit it, so it's about the it's about the it's about the cycle. That's amazing. The Who, I think, is I like the song. Like a quarter of a billion listens. Oh, it's very. I I deep. I don't. This is the version I like, and I like that. I don't actually. I don't actually hate this album. Like this album is actually like Creamer is actually a great song. There's a couple of of Limp Bizkit songs that I actually like. Like that, I can't listen to that. I'm like, oh yeah, I respect that song, but it's just red light, green light makes me laugh with like Snoop Dogg. It's Fred Durst, man. I just can't, can't get on the train. Oh, can't get well, on the red hat train. We'll see what happens. Good job, Wes. But there's I'm another, there's another album in the works, which consists of the likes and the various artisan of Ghost, Corey Taylor, Miley Cyrus, Saint Vincent. Billy Clyro? I'm sorry, Biffy Clyro. And it's to salute Metallica. On Epic, the Metallica Blacklist album. So Metallica unveil huge 30th anniversary celebration for their landmark The Black Album. This has already been done for them. Well, no, here's the thing. So essentially... It's going to be a 53 artist Metallica tribute album. So all the songs are done by various bands. Yeah, right. This has already been done by them for them. I have no idea. It actually has the same almost the same album cover as um not Ride the Lightning, um Master Ooh. of Puppets. Okay. And uh, I'll look it up while you're okay. talking. Uh so featuring actually um I I know that Volbeat will actually be on it. Should be interesting. I like Volbeat, wow. so. You love Volbeat. I do. They're good. Uh, Ghost, Corey Taylor, Miley Cyrus, with Elton John, uh, St. Vincent, Biffy Clyro, Idols, The Who, Dave Grahan, uh, Weezer, Chase and Status. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I take it back. This has been done a trillion times. I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised. Metal Militia, which has the Whiplash cover. Do you think that Metallica, they could artists. sue them for this? All of them? Maybe that's their plan. Metallica Assault, tribute to Metallica. Fade to Bluegrass. <laughs> PN, tribute to Metallica. Perfect. The Blackest Box, various artists. <laughs> Where's the one I'm thinking of, though? Like, there's a. It's got, like, one of those catchy names, but. Oh, 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 there it is. Nope, that's not it. Never mind. Holier Than Thou, I think, is the Volbeat one. But, uh, so I guess, um. Nothing Else Matters is done by Miley Cyrus. That's true, Featuring though. Featuring Andrew like, Watt, Elton John, Yo-Yo Mama, Robert Trujillo, and Chad Yo-Yo Smith. Yo-Yo Mama. That, that is true, though. Like, they'll, they'll sue, like, a cover band for, like, honoring them. But, like, there's, like, been, like, a trillion mm-hmm. albums. But, you know what? They probably get, like, some kind of, like, kickback, like, when it's, like, recorded. Like, it's, like, the royalty will still pay off in their favor. So, it's like, oh, that's okay. Some of the, uh, the songs... We'll have so Ghost and Weezer separately. We'll cover Enter Sandman. Biffy Clyro will be covering Holier Than Thou, St. Vincent's, and Royal Blood separately. We'll be uh, covering Sabbath True. The Idols covering The God That Failed. Uh, the good thing about this, I suppose, is all profits from the Metallica album will be split evenly between the All Within My Hands Foundation and 50 plus charities chosen by the artists who play on the album. Evidently, does, All uh, Within My Hands was founded by the band. Does, That's uh, their own. does Lars know about that? 
Is he okay? Maybe. I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, just kidding, Lars. Laws. Mind you, they already released deluxe reissues of Kill 'Em All, Ride the Lightning, Master Puppets, and Injustice for All. Well, at this point, why not? I mean, just... I don't know. Reissue a Black Album. Let me think what my least favorite song ever from the Black Album was. Oh, yeah. Enter Sandman. I could ne if I'd never heard that song ever again, I'd be fat. I'd be it's thrilled. Violently overplayed. Violently. That's a that's an epic explanation of that. Violently overplayed. Like I concur. Overplayed to the ma I don't know. Oh, like like any. Kind of like Limp Biscuit. I used to be a huge Metallica fan. I could actually probably listen to more Limp Biscuit right now than I could Metallica. Well, certain albums. Careful. Never been a huge Metallica Stay fan. In your lane, bro. I've always like known them and respected them, but it's always like Metallica. people around me play Metallica. A lot. Oh, I love me some Master of Puppets. I love me some Injustice for All. I uh, I'm one of the weirdos that actually didn't mind the Load album. I never got. Well, I never understood the Day That Never Comes video. I I actually didn't mind Death Magnetic. Death Magnetic was actually in my mind fairly decent. It was, it was a great it album, was, but, but it was, like it was thrashy in a lot of the parts. Of it. They were they were in like their hate mode. Like everybody hated Metallica at that point. Judas Kiss is like the craziest guitar solo ever. I don't think I've ever heard it. But like that that's like one of those things. Is like greatness comes with great hatred. So everybody like hated Metallica. So like it wasn't okay to like Death Magnetic. It's like dude, and, I, I like Death Magnetic. Yeah, Death Magnetic. I went to that show on that tour. I've said this a thousand times. It's not that I don't like the music. I just don't like the people in the band. <laughs> uh -huh. You know what I mean? And that's where it falls on. You know what I mean? That's that's like a Limbisic thing. You're not a fan of right. Fred Durst. The music is fine. I love a lot it's of their just, music. It's just, you know what I mean? And that's, right. I mean, that's a yeah. lot of times that's happened. I mean, look at Fat Freaky Death Punch. Yep. Same thing. You know what I mean? Ivan Moody. That's the thing with bands, man. I think it was a summer sanitarium tour I went to. Uh, not the... It was the one with Metallica. I take it back. It was Metallica. It was Limbisky and Metallica. And uh, Limbisky was out there. And, like, half the crowd, like, literally turned their back and just put middle fingers up in the air. And they're like, can you guys go back there then? I paid, like, 150 bucks for this ticket. Like, get, get out of my way. <laughs> and then when things don't go my way back then, I just would start a really big mosh pit. I told the, I literally looked at one guy because he was facing me. I'm like, you probably don't want to stand there in, like, two seconds. Just saying. All right. Last small Sorry. news before we go into our main event um dave already knows and i don't know if you read the article you sent uh but if you're a fan of tool a perfect circle and pussifer frontman manu jans keenan uh then you should be very aware of his acerbic and absurdist sense of humor and if you're also familiar with the canadian comedy series letter kenny which i am not this is all for you guys <laughs> it shouldn't be too surprising that Keenan might enjoy it. Uh, turns out, he does. A fact that brought great joy to actor Evan Stern, also known as... <coughs> Rolled. Rolled. Um, a tool diehard. He hit TikTok over the weekend to gush about an image he discovered of Keenan wearing a letter Kenny-related shirt. Not gonna lie, Rolled is literally my most hated character really? on that show. <laughs> just like his existence. Everything from that entire group is just obnoxious but i still like the show uh little did stern know what he started keenan who goes by the username i'm the briefcase <laughs> on tiktok saw the actor's video and responded in characteristically 
sardonic fashion wearing another Letterkenny t-shirt. The singer posted his own clip jokingly telling Stern, calm the fuck down or you're going to pull a hammy. And he bitingly clarified his role in Tool. He would later interact <laughs> with the actor in the comments asking him, so did I pass my audition to get to play Roald's long lost grumpy father in season 10? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Stop it. Yeah. Oh my god. Fangirling over here. That's amazing. I need a tissue. <laughs> you know what happened though? Like he could literally start that show and like probably nobody in the world nobody would actually knows. recognize him because no. like they would have no idea he'd be in some kind of like weird costume. He'd be making wine with falcons. I don't it's know. kind of like when Marilyn Manson was in like Sons of Anarchy. Oh, that was so creepy. It's he so was weird. he was like overweight too. It looked weird. Yeah, he was like, fat. He was I mean, overweight. Who, and he fucked oh, guys. Oh, oh that's. Oh, that's. Yeah, I mean, that's he'd be doing that anyways. So, oh. Anyway, um, but uh, that was a jail joke. Um, <laughs> well, that's like The Walking Dead. There's been so many people that have played zombies. Really? Yeah, they just cameo. It's like yeah, yeah. deck me out. But like, like oh. you know, they're covered in shit. So um, what's his name? Ian from um. What's his name from um Oh my god, why can't I think of him? With the red beard and the ball gather guitarist, Ian. Um Anthrax? Yes, Anthrax. He was in one of the episodes. Oh, but, wow. And it like showed like him and it was like he was a zombie, so like you don't realize it, <laughs> but I knew ahead of time and I said, yeah. Shout wow. out to my buddy Tom Smith who is an extra in Castle Rock. Is he really? They go right past his mug. It's unmistakable. Yeah. Like his oh, his right. face is like thing. the whole fucking screen that's for like right. a second. It's that's unmistakable. Right. That's funny. Because I believe they film that show in Athol, Massachusetts. Yeah. They do. Yeah, they film it at my buddy's garage. Well, that's Stephen King, right? Yeah. So his, all this shit's King. usually it local. It was Stephen King correct. based, yes. It's normally Maine. Usually Maine, because we're from, usually we're... Stephen King yeah. just... And a lot of Shawshank. There's a lot of Shawshank involved um, in that one. What's that other show? Dexter? Yeah, they just filmed in Westminster. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Castle Rock, though, aside from my buddy being an extra in it, it was actually a really good show. It was weird. But, I, mean, that's what I enjoyed it. I enjoyed a, it. I dug it. I mean, I've Stephen King. It. So everything Stephen King is so weird, so strange. I doubt it. He's, that man has problems. Dreamcatcher, <laughs> dude. I actually like that. So weird. It was super weird, but the ending so it was like, oh my god, like what weird. a fucking twist at the end of that one. <laughs> my favorite line that entire movie. Yeah, you should really save your energy for those disgusting farts. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so that's it for the news. Woo. Let's talk about barbecues. Good job, Anthony. This is the heavy metal over a six pack barbecue. So I says to the guy, I says, "You oh, smell yeah. like the inside <laughs> of my aunt's purse." What's that uh, SNL skit? So I says to the guy, right? So he's standing there, and I says to the guy, and I says to him, right? So he's like standing there, and like it's um, what's his name? Um. My brain is so broken today, and it's I am sad that too. I can't think of his name. SNL. Tommy Boy, Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Okay. And it's, just, it's all he does. He goes like this, says to the guy. I says to the guy, uh, and he just goes on and on. And the guy's like, "What? What did you say to him?" And he just keeps going. And then finally, at the end, he's like, "I I don't remember." And that was like the whole thing. Like it's all this build up, and it just doesn't actually come out. Sounds like one of the later sketches of Chris Farley. He went pretty downhill pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. I miss Chris Farley. I miss Chris Farley. Far- it pisses me off. We think about it. We only got four movies from him. Mm-hmm. He, you know what's actually like so 
Adam Sandler did like uh, he had a show he did, where the, he did like thing. the tribute to yeah, like Chris yeah. Riley. Yeah, I actually heard it the other day, and like I like I it was on like one of the comedy channels on like uh, uh, Sirius. Sirius XM. So I was like, well, now I have to go like listen to the whole thing because I like got in like halfway through. It actually makes me like emotional. It's yeah, like no, I'm like oh, like oh, he don't the man. do it. He's such a good guy. It's like I told myself I would have cried. He would. One of those tortured souls, man. Like you think of like yeah. him, like you think like Robin Williams. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like. Fun fact: Detective Pikachu. The only reason that Professor Oak wasn't in it is because Game Freak told Robin Williams that he was the first and last person that would ever play Professor Oak. So that's why he's not in. It. Fair enough. Fun fact. Chris Farley right. used to donate all of his time to like homeless shelters and yeah. stuff. All of his free time, he'd be mm-hmm. at soup kitchens and crap in New York. Well, like, was it like out. Black Sheep? Like, like one of his betrayals? Like the fact that he was working with like youth groups? Like that was like one of his. things? It was, but they hated Black Sheep because the director split up Farley and Spade and was like, "I want you to like ad lib here and make this funny," and it was like that was like their last yeah. good one together. That was their last one together. Obviously, right. he did like Beverly Hills Ninja, dude. He was so athletic. He knew how to use all nunchucks and everything before mm-hmm. he ever even got on set. He was like crazy into martial arts. Yeah, it works. Just man. a big chubby guy that loved being athletic and doing martial art things. It works. So funny, dude. Miss that guy. All right. So on a positive note, Anthony, you want to bring I'm, us? You want to bring us? Do you want me to do it? Okay. I feel like I've been doing a lot of talking. I feel I, bad. I mean, I'll do it. That's what I do. I just feel like you tell, you tell me. You tell me. Here. You tell me where we're going. That's a yes. Do it. Ahead, so, <clears throat> so it's like it's like Fourth of July ish, it's like summer ish. It doesn't feel like summer in New England because you know we got to fuck with every goddamn uh, season and holiday and you know cruddy weather and like you know all this stuff. But like whatever. So normally on these uh, these beautiful s- summers, and correct me if I'm wrong, the idea of today was we're going to create a barbecue playlist. This is the music that you're going to jam out to if, like, you're, like, going to, like, the ocean, the beach. You're grilling up some uh, sweet freaking summer threads. Some awesome food. You're smoking some awesome brisket, uh, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Oh, that's the one I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm trying to talk and chew gum at the same time. I was trying to remember my fifth song. Um, So we're going to create a bit. So... Not necessarily barbecue themed, like uh, there's not no, a lot but of. But if you're outside, you know, nice weather, doing yard if, work. If I was outside doing a awesome barbecue with a whole bunch of people at the house, you know, and party style, like this playlist would be awesome. So we each grab five to throw into a playlist, mm-hmm. so that you can share it to your barbecue, mm-hmm. and then everyone can go, "What the fuck are we listening to?" Please shut that off. Yeah, and as I speak, or as we speak. I am trying to put all of this into our Spotify playlist folder. Playlist. So if you look up Heavy Metal over a six pack on Spotify and follow us, follow follow, you can see there. you can see all of our playlists. Not really, I'm like way behind, but this one is that's that's why I'm being due diligent. I'm I'm trying to be a better producer director because I should be fired. But <clears throat> shouldn't we all? Comment for another <laughs> topic for another day. I didn't even wear pants. All right, so we usually round robin, I, I believe. Say what a round robin. Anthony's been talking a lot, so she, he should go first. I'll go, I'll go first. <laughs> well, he doesn't have. We can make him go last. Like, I we go can talk. We can. Oh, t- you want to go first? <laughs> okay, fine. Only because I can. Uh, so my first one 
and this is a band that I listen to the whole album, this whole album specifically, when I'm outside, to be honest with you, because it's punky and I like it, but Authority Zero off of Broadcasting to the Nation. The song is called Bayside. Now, I'm going to give a heads up. So my, like, barbecue playlist is a lot different than, like, my normal playlist. <laughs> it's a little lighter. Yeah. It's more just, like, catchy stuff. Yeah. You know, something yeah, that I don't exactly. have to really think right. about. I just let it right. roll. I can sing the lyrics. And yes. It's all good. That was the I, exact same vibe. Mind you, I, I fucking love Authority Zero. Yeah, they, Authority Zero is pretty fun. And, like, this whole album is pretty much what you're hearing in there. But this song There'll is, be a punk and drop up, too. You should come. Are there really? No. <laughs> Betrayed and <laughs> Actually, to be fair, they might be. Like, to be that, fair, that, be... <laughs> to be fair. Uh, but yeah, Bayside. I picked more or less because I feel it's more. It's very anthemy. It's got a good chorus. You can really sing. It's catchy. It's good. It's good for the whole family. Good job. So, when um when Anthony uh, challenged us with this uh this particular project, and uh, <clears throat> I asked him. I was like, so does it have to be like barbecue themed or like beach themed? And he said, no, this is the stuff that you would listen to. I completely ignored that. And I decided to go with a complete beach theme. This song is called <laughs> Shark, Shark, Shark. Uh, Adept. By the lovely boys of Adept. Now, this is this is a pretty old song. Pretty old. I think like early 2000s. Yeah, this like is the, the first the, album. This came out. Off their first album. It's pretty fun, though. Like It's heavy. It's crazy. It's fun. This whole band is phenomenal. Yeah, Adept is pretty fun. Very underrated. It's off of the album Another Year of Disaster. <clears throat> and so I just want to get you into that beach mode and just think shark, shark, shark. Exclamation points, by the like way. If you're, at the sh- if you're at the beach, you don't want to think But actually, it. I really love this song because it's got that like nice heavy, but it's got that nice catchy like clean riff like mm-hmm. action going on. They, they are transition hell is what they are. Like the transition. Well, that's why famous. we don't play their music. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's also. We that just, too. we just, we just listen. But I believe Shark Week is also coming up as well. So oh shit! Oh shit! Double dipping. Octopus Shark Launcher. Oh my god! I could probably totally come up with like a Shark Week play- playlist, like just anything shark related, whether it's in the song or the band. Like Great White. That song's f- wow. <laughs> What? <laughs> it's a great white shark. That's what they're He's named after. He's uh, not wrong. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you think I was going with that? Uh-huh. Uh, did you ever notice that... Was uh, that English? Or did you just cast a spell? I don't know what the fuck you just said. Letter Kenny reference. You wouldn't get it. Um, I, uh, I went the whole, like, outside summer beach vibes, like... You know what I mean? Like a good like eighty five degree day, no humidity. Oh, you mean not like last week where it was fucking retarded? You know, like the forty degree difference that we had from Tuesday to <laughs> Yeah, when it went, oh, my when my it went from hundred and three to forty eight. Well, okay, that makes sense. Thank you. Yeah, the my first fucking song, allergies are retarded right now. First song that I thought of when you said barbecue playlist was like the most cliche thing I could ever think of. I with PODs alive. I thought it was gonna be the theme song to because of uh, you know, Blue Triple Crush. D. Wasn't that the theme song for that movie, Maybe. Blue Crush? When that, when that, I was like, wow, this song came out, and then it, they put it in that movie. And you're like, wow, you oh, guys, like, what are you for, doing? Okay, I was getting like, I was, I was thinking it was that movie where like the girl like lost her arm. Like, no. The <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm it's, like, it's, oh my god, they made that like the theme song. No, That's that like would, so inappropriate. <laughs> no, if they did that, then that movie would actually be worth it's watching. Not wrong, no. <laughs> <laughs> theme too. So you're good. She didn't feel very alive for a long time. Michelle Rodriguez movie. and some other people. I don't remember. At least whatever. you didn't get eaten by a whale. That's fine. Jonah. Hey, you're up, bud. I'm up. So, this song takes me back to 
my Need for Speed days uh -oh. on the GameCube. On the GameCube Need for Speed? Uh -huh. This is Hot Pursuit 2, actually. Oh, so the, so the band is called Hot Action Cop. Oh, no. And the song is called Fever for the Flavor. Now, this song is more nostalgic than anything else. But me and my brother, like, the lyrics are a little inappropriate. Uh, no. But the song is, like, super catchy. And if you haven't heard it, I mean, definitely check it out. And it's just, it's got a really good chorus and lyrically pleasing. We're such weird people. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but yeah, Hot Action Cop. They only have, like, two songs, but this song's fantastic. It's groovy. It is. See, I dig that. That's why I dig that. Sounds like Fred Durst. <clears throat> I'm going to take your booty to the nudie dimension. Yeah. All right, so going off my thing where I didn't, like, listen to, like, the literal definition, um, I decided <laughs> to do, um... <laughs> and actually, coming off of that uh, movie reference I just talked about, about the girl, the professional surfer whose uh, arm got eaten by a shark, this band is called Feed Her to the Sharks. Um, I decided to actually go with one of their more popular played songs because it's still pretty fucking awesome. This song's called Memory of You. <laughs> oh, sorry. It sounds very kill switching for me. It sounds like Jesse Leach. Off of the album Fortitude. No, I'm sorry. It sounds like As I Lay Dying. Apologies. Um what I enjoy about Feeder to the Sharks is they're um very heavy the production on their albums is awesome. Like it's a very clean mix, which I've always I I'm I'm learning to appreciate more and more. Like with modern metal, it's like if we don't do one thing right, like you might have the greatest writing skills, but we produce great music now. Like it's clean. We've, we've it's, gotten better. <laughs> it's clean sounding, and there's like a right amount of clean in the in these songs that are. Feeder of the Sharks is actually like a great band. So Memory of You is kind of like my intro to them and my literal definition of like what you would listen to at the beach because you know shark shark sharks and then feed it to the sharks and i think i take it but that is my last shark reference in my playlist okay okay when i'm barbecuing i want to be able to hear a good hook that like pumps me up and makes me feel good about barbecuing outside on a beautiful day <clears throat> Huh? So I'm glad to, that we're having this moment of you staring at me. I had to go with this, word. this is nice. <laughs> seven dusts, enemy. Okay. All day. It seems spiteful, but okay. invite a lot of enemies to your barbecue. <laughs> yeah, and then I cook them poison. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> Isolate that. <laughs> Just so you know, if you have a barbecue, I'm not coming over. So anymore. when coleslaw's on no, the like every time we get <laughs> every time we get like invited now, yeah, it's like wait a minute. <laughs> Keep your enemies closer, eh? Let's see what's happening. It's a good song. I, I, song. I mean, that's like this dude, is a classic. I would song. love that. Like just playing out back while I'm like barbecuing, cooking steaks, jamming to this, drinking beer mm -hmm. all day. Absolutely. Um, you know, so off of this, I'm sorry. Andrew. No, no, no. Go ahead. Um, so that's the highest played off of the uh, album Seasons. Yeah. No way, my favorite. Like easily face to face. Face to face is really good too. Face -to -face I love really I love face to face. Like that is that's like one of my. I, I always love denial. Denial is really good too. Denial is good, but I I feel like face to face is like when they grew up, and like if you if you don't if you can't resist singing along the face to face like when that chorus actually start starts like you're inhuman, and not a metal fan. 
Just my opinion. Fair. Uh, my next one, I went a little more Southern Rocky-ish. I was Sons of Texas beneath <laughs> the riverbed. Um, I believe Marcus has listened to these guys as well. Um, they're very riffy. Kind of a Pantera-y vibe. Um, Pantera-y. Mm-hmm. Like so shit. it's just it's just a catchy it's the whole album both albums that they have out are fantastic but it's just got that kind of like you know catchy definitely near a grill with fire and these guys are actually pretty cool like you you watch their videos it's kind of like just like a bunch of like old like hillbillies Mm -hmm. man like they're like completely (laughs) like um they're good Right Alright, so my next one isn't shark related, but it will be ocean related. This is actually a new tune. Is it Oceans Over Alaska? So, this band, Our Last Night. Oh, they covered the... I knew Our Last Night from like... This is a cover? It's a cover. Is it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's a pop song. Astronauts in the Ocean is a pop song? Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes more sense now because uh, but, it's, a, it's a very good cover. Don't get me it's wrong, a, it's an outstanding cover. cover. Yeah. like you know what? So here's my favorite thing about our last night: they do great covers. They do. Like I like most of their Taylor Swift covers. Mm-hmm. I may, I, um, like they're just great. Now they start doing like so, like a whole bunch of like original. Like I think they actually like, put out like a full, pretty good. It is pretty good because they're, they're very talented. They're a like, very they're... talented band. We saw them at that uh, Warped Tour that yeah, one year, yeah. and like I don't think they did like one cover. No, they played all. And I'm like I don't know any of this. It's like I don't covers. recognize any of this. Like that's a bummer. Yeah, it's like but, but no, they're they're very good. Astronaut on the Ocean is like fantastic. And you want to talk about production value? You put the you put satellite radio on because satellite radio definitely cranks up the bass and lowers the, lowers the treble for you a little bit. I mean, bit. it's one band. It's one thing that do like covers or some people consider like a cheap way out, but they're very good at it. And they make it oh my very god, much they're their amazing. Own. I hate okay. I hate when a cover is just the same song and it's just like it's like well that's not what's the point. Right? Identical. Look up our last night. Look what you made me do by Taylor Swift. That was good too. Listen, like start by listening to like thirty seconds of the original. I know, choke it down. It's fine. It's bassy. It's just it's just like whatever. And then listen to their cover of it, and it's fucking phenomenal. I love when they can actually like do something like so fucking cl- crisp and clean. I'm not gonna lie, that's how I felt about framing Hanley's lollipop. <laughs> yes, cover, right, best yeah. right? ever and best video ever. Love that video. Ah, <laughs> fist biting video. Good lord. Oh my god. Although I wasn't a big fan of "Lose Yourself," their most recent cover. Or last night. Oh, I, I I haven't heard that one. It's it's okay. I've heard sharks in their mouths version of "Lose Their Self." Bet you have. <laughs> but it's not in the playlist quick side note i've made a playlist for work called blankets because they're all covers but they're just a little heavier oh look at you go i see what you did there we should we we do we should be. so i have no friends all right we'll, we'll, we'll add that Who playlist we'll add that playlist in here but all right that's okay i'm taking up air time good good dave I mean, I kind of went with the classic one, but I was just thinking, like, you know, if I'm sitting outside grilling, what kind of music do I want to listen to? I'd love to listen to The Diary of Jane. That would just be... I actually had a Breaking Benjamin song See? on my list, but I took it off. I thought about it, but I was like, no, man, like, I'd really jam to that. Like, barbecue and chicken, just sauce. just lathering <clears throat> up paintbrush and barbecue sauce on these chicken and ribs while listening to this song. 
Breaking Benjamin. You can't go wrong with Breaking Benjamin. Right. I had blood. Blood was my original ah. one. So. <laughs> oh, well, you're cooking that out of the meat. So, it's yeah, true. Make sure. No, I drink sense. it first. What? Mm-hmm. Are you okay? No. Look a little pale. I feel great. Is the moon out? You're so fantastical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with the Breaking Benjamin song. It's a classic one, too. Yeah. I think Diary is, like, one of their top. It's easily the there. top. The, the I think top uh, the other one. Uh, no, so this cold. one's so cold's up there, but um, the other one. Polyamorous. Nope, that's <laughs> not the one I'm thinking of. Uh, Diary of Jane uh-huh. on Spotify is their uh, number one play, anyway, followed by I Will Not Bow. That's the other one. Yeah. I'm thinking of. That one's da- good. Surprise? Uh, well, okay, the number's a little skewed here because Dance of the Devil's listed third, but they're not the highest. It's weird if like, they if they're like new songs or something they put them up top even though they're not high. It's weird. It's a weird. Well, well it's weird. Like they're top five right now. Like Dance of the Devil is, is like the one with, number five, um, but Angels Fall would be four. The guy from and Breath should be number three. I liked Breath. I always liked Unknown Soldier. That's a good one. Unknown Soldier was one of my. See the thing with Breaking Benjamin. The only issue that I have with Breaking Benjamin is they don't have a full good album. I it's liked all Phobia, like though. it's all like uh, they, random songs for me. At least for me, like three of this one good. So I can, yeah, it's like two, you know three, I mean? maybe four on like yeah. some albums, but like the rest of the album will fall like a little bit short. Yeah. I, com- I completely agree with that. In I fact, went. In fact, this last one, like uh, fail- Failure and Angels Fall, or on what album was that? On? That's their new. That's their something. Not uh, Dark Before Dawn, 2015. Dark Before Dawn. Um, those are like my two favorites. <laughs> the rest of the album, I have no idea. Like. Fun fact, so I, I do my drum stuff down here. I play the songs and stuff, and I do Breaking Benjamin like playlists that I play to. A lot of the drums are very similar. Oh, Red Cold it's River similar. is off of... That's the newest one. Is off of Ember, okay. I was going to say, I don't even know if I know anything off of this, but yeah, I do. Yeah, and... Oh, shit. I know a lot of these. Yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, jeepers. All right, anyway. So... Uh, my next one, I actually went more new metal. Ah. This is another band that both they released a new album a little while ago. Break stuff. And <laughs> the the band is discrepancies. I picked Rock the Show Ooh. because it's catchy. But the the both albums are, are phenomenal. This this is their first one, so it's a little on the heavier side. These guys are sneaky good though. Like they have that mix of rap and the rock and it works so well. This actually has dub flow in it as well. Dub flow. Yep. Anthony, I'm sorry. What song did you pick? Rock the show. Okay. Sorry. Um. Again, I mean the albums alone would be fine. But, there it is. Uh, ca- these this song specifically is like a hype song, and it's just got that catchy, quick lyrics. It really gets you up and at them. <clears throat> Discrepancies is incredibly underrated. They are fantastic. Like amazingly underrated. Have you heard the new album yet? No. It's good. But you want to talk about like like <clears throat> the song Get Hype? It's great. Great song. Is amazing. You tell me, Dave. You tell me. I'm gonna, that, it was either gonna, that one or Rock the Show, but they're gonna, both I'll, we'll, we'll let this one breathe for a few minutes. Everybody listen to Get Hype by Discrepancies. It's off the awakening. They just have like this I'm already into it. They're just catching. Oh, like, you wait. They have this like, Oh, you wait. Oh, I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. But it's good. It's it's exactly what it is. Get yeah. hype. Get hype was the first one I heard by them. Yeah, tell me that's not groovy, man. 
But the, the drummer, like, it, it fills it in where it's not, like, the kind of old-school new metal where it's, like, the kind of weird dark stuff. It's got that, like, kind of... I don't want to use the word poppy. But it's got that groovy feel to it. You want to know why I love the discrepancies? <clears throat> like, so this is, like, their, like, you know, that rappy, like, get hype action. They can do that with metal. The Awakening is really good, too. Like, if you listen to this with, like, a decent set of speakers and a lot of volume, <clears throat> like... This is fucking amazing. My favorite one is um Wake Up, I think it's Wake Up. No, Rising Raising the Bar is easily my favorite song. It's fantastic. That's a good one. And what's weird about like this <clears throat> album is like it does go like through like this little stretch where like it turns like a little soft for like a couple a few songs, but then like they get back into like the hype music. You know what guys? You're welcome. I'm putting get hype on this playlist too. There you go. Uh I love discrepancies. All right. So. <clears throat> Actually, I love the fact that you shared that band with me. Like that. Like, awesome. I'm glad that you picked a cover song because I also picked a cover song. I almost picked a cover song, too, but so I did not. My ne- that one as Actually, well. I have one more cover song, but my next two songs are going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to reveal some soul, hmm. man. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you a little bit. Like, so my my. My dark, Soul. deep, like I think I think we used to ask, like we we used to do like the the rando questions, like when we we used to get the bands on, like one of it, it's like what are your what's your like little sinful secret, and like one of my sinful secrets when it comes to like music is um actually like Dominican Caribbean pop music, like that dum 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 like it's just the dogs out. No, stop it, stop it, you fucking bastard, stop it. All of Shaggy. He's Gener- generally He's Jamaican, speaking, generally speaking, you know, Spanish speaking, but like, it actually reminds me of like a time where I actually spent like time like down south of uh, Punacana and like whatnot, like some of my fondest memories with my current fiance. Is this something you knew? Nope. Because <laughs> it could be. So, I decided to take my love for Dominican pop music, and I decided to go like way further south. I went to Bra- Brazil. Brazil, uh, the creator of. Some coffee. of the world's most beautiful women. I was drinking coffee, but that's fine. Can't wait to go back. Some of the love Brazil. heaviest metal artists ever. So I decided to uh, add some Soulfly to the list. Because I was going to go Middle America, but I was like, let's just go a little fatty. Remember when we played that show in Boston and Soulfly was like just playing down the street? Yeah. Remember that? Yep. Cool. Yeah, we're at the uh, fucking Wonder Bar. Yeah, that's right. And they were at uh, Brighton Musical. <laughs> It's like, can we go there after our set? But my um, favorite thing about SoFly is "fuck the fuck up" because that's a lyric. Jump the fuck up? No, well, yeah, but he says "fuck the fuck up" at one point, and I was like, yeah, "That's all right, I'm okay with that." So <laughs> I decided, like, "Eye for an Eye" is obviously a good tune. Like, what I've always loved about SoFly is like the like the tribal mm-hmm. drum action, and like it, you know, Max is fucking amazing. This is crazy. Um, I decided to give you "Bleed." Because it's one of the, I feel, I feel like it's one of the more fun songs because it has like a nice heavy start and then they do that thing where it like pauses and then all of a sudden it's like dum, 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 dum. And then he comes in with, like, it's it's a great tune. It brings me back, it also brings me back to my childhood because I used to l- listen to the fuck out of this band in the 90s. So, so fly, bleed. Cool. Dig it. Do it. Learn it. Bop it. Pull it. Spin it. Twist it. Load it. I hate that game. Buy it. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you wouldn't think it'd be that hard just to follow directions. But oh, it's horrible. Gifted. It's the most frustrating thing and stressful thing I've ever done in my life. It's like when you lose like on your third turn or like the third command, it's like bop it, boop, twist it, boop, bop it, boop. You what? It like <laughs> you suck. Hi, Dave. Go ahead, bro. Uh, I went with a cover that, I don't know, man. When I'm outside cooking, I just would love to listen to this cover. It's Killswitch's Holy Diver. Holy Diver. Yes. Outside. That's a great Smoked cover. meat. Man. Smoked meat? I just picture myself drinking tankards of ale, barbecuing outside, listening to that song. So, fun story about Holy Diver. <clears throat> so, our cover band, Marked covers this like almost regularly like almost on a regular basis in fact we have an upcoming show i don't know if this is on there but he wants to lose danger zone so maybe i'll put this on it um because i was trying to stick to like classics um so we did a uh, youtube vid like one time we were playing ralph's rock diner like one of the two or three times that we got to play ralph's rock diner awesome venue um so somebody actually commented it's like oh you guys aren't playing that in like the right key and like somebody else commented, it's like, dude, it's like the kill switch for the kill switch cover version. Yeah. Like, get off their dick. <laughs> yeah, jerk. <laughs> and I was just like, I was just like watching these two go back and forth. I was like, guys, there's like somebody having a conversation about like one of our cover songs. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Is it in the wrong key, or are you on the wrong page? Both. <laughs> I do love what they did with the song, though. Like, right? the, the like. If I was next to the pool grilling, listening to this, I'd be grilling so good. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get away. <laughs> I love Dio anyway. Like, Dio, Dio yeah, is like, I mean, amazing. Like, Rainbow in the Dark. Like, we, Well, we each got like one left, right? I think Last that's round. a... Yeah, yeah. I believe that is one time around. situation we One more. In. I went a little more old school. Back to that southern rock style, because that's what I feel is kind of like. I don't like country music, so the southern rock has enough drawl in it <laughs> where it's and it's heavy enough where it's, it's that catchy, like good feeling kind of thing. So I actually went with Clutch off of the Blast Tyrant, which is by far my favorite album of Clutch. It's a phenomenal album. Uh, Subtle Hustle. Again, it's catchy. I love the chorus of the song. My favorite song on the album. I mean, if you know Clutch. Clutch is one of those bands that you have people who either love them or hate them. There is not really any in between. Definitely culty. Mm-hmm. But this song is fantastic. Lyrically, sing along to it. I just got a new grill. <laughs> pellet grill. So I can start smoking shit. So. I had a fire oh, extinguisher went pellet, huh? the other day. I went offset. Did got a brand new offset. Yeah. Takes a lot of fuel. Uh-huh. I got a chimney that thing like a motherfucker. Uh-huh. But the product, oh, yeah. top Absolutely. notch. Top notch. Yeah. Fair enough. So I got to add one more to this. Huh? So going back off of my original story, like I I have a soft spot for the uh, for the uh, Dominican pop music. And... Um, there's, there's a very popular song called Despacito 
Now, Ju- now Justin Bieber was like involved in like a version of Despacito, but so what was, I would uh, recommend, guy, Daddy Yankee. Yeah. What I would recommend is you go straight to the original. Um. Wait, what just happened to my computer here? Sorry. <clears throat> so, Louis Fonzi is the original artist of Despacito. Mm-hmm. So. If you ever wanted to listen to that song again, I would skip the whole fucking Justin Bieber experience and just go right to that because you get the awesome Caribbean thing and it's still like a great song. But <clears throat> for the sake of this playlist, I found this band kind of on accident one time. Here's the case. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a group called it's a group called Duets. Now they're kind of like a they do like a lot of covers. Like they're I, I was actually kind of like researching them like a little bit like. Super, the, super. the song Despacito. I love that part of the song. Super, 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 super. It's probably inappropriate. They do a rock version of like Sound of Silence, which wasn't that good. They do a rock version of Dust in the Wind, which unfortunately wasn't that good. Um, they do a version of... Um, shit, I'm on the wrong music service. See, all the, all the music services are all different, so I get like all jacked up. But... They got some pretty weak covers, but this cover of Despacito really good. is amazing. Like it's like a combination of like if no effects if no effects was fronted by like Jacoby from Papa Roach with like a little Jamaican rapper. You put that all together. They all, you know, mesh together like Play Doh. This is the cover of like Despacito. I don't completely agree, but I agree. Okay, thank you. Sure. That was like an off the cuff, like good. the description, nice. but like it's got like subtle nuances. Like I love that Sube Sube. But I actually enjoy the. I mean, I'm a cover the, fan to begin with, so I mean, like this is one of those like this song. Own. This could almost be better than the original, kind of like when um most of the time there when uh I Prevail did the cover of like Blank, Blank Space. Space. I actually know people that are Taylor Swift fans, and they I told like me that I Prevail cover. was better it's than better cover. Taylor Swift. It's like it's yeah, we, they have the two vocalists. They can do a lot more. It's like yeah, we're, <laughs> it helps. It's like yeah, we know. Like metal's awesome. Metal's the best. Metal's but you know best. what's better than metal? Post grunge. <laughs> Go on. Song I'd love to hear in the background. Well, slow cooking ribs. It's not. It's fine again. Seethers, fine again. Is it on the same album? No. No, uh, Remedy was off of Carmen Effect. Fine Again is off of... Uh, what's the name of it? Is it Defining Beauty in Negative Places? This is on like a NHL... Or is it Disclaimer 2? Uh, 04? 05? Disclaimer? Or maybe 12. Maybe disclaimer, 12. Yeah, Disclaimer yeah. 2. I'm actually... Um, Finding Beauty in Negative Spaces is my favorite. That whole album is phenomenal. Right. This is like actually stupid. a really good album, Driven Under. It's a really yeah. good song. Gasoline. I just love the chorus of this song, man. Again, back to the Seether thing. They sound like Seether. They do right. what they do best as themselves. Broken. The original or the the melded version? I'm used to the melded version, so I mean, it's yeah. fine. I mean, I like Amy Lee as a vocalist, so I have nothing against that one. Fuck it. Fuck it's a good song. Because uh, that's like one of the I don't know. Songs so I the whole reason I picked this, right? So I was thinking, like, what's the hardest part about grilling? 
staying sober. <laughs> oh, if you're if you're smoking all day and you're not putting down like a, a heavy case of a brew, you're doing it wrong. Like your food isn't going to smoke right if you're not drinking the whole time. It's true. That's, That's a secret, guys. That's a secret. <laughs> Just drink your beer. Everything's going to be fine. Sauce it. That's one of those things. Like you're sitting around all day. Like you, see, you know, it's hot. Like you're not really moving around a whole lot. You don't even notice the fact that you're getting hammered. Like, it's amazing. It's an amazing day. I love summer. I hope we have one someday. <laughs> it's not a this weird mixed bag of fucking. Well, we keep having like ice. 95 degree weather on like Monday and Tuesday. All the years it does this though, we always have those really weird, odd falls and winters too. And well, the hurricane right. hasn't helped at all. Like my pool is like overflowing because so much fucking water in it from all the rain we've had. Like, I'm more pissed though. Like we've mm. now got fucked on two long summer weekends. Yeah. Memorial Day weekend blue, yeah. which I know Memorial Day weekend is a coin flip. Yeah, it's, it's either going to be really hot or really of, cold. It's that weird end of. But July fourth. Got fucked. The whole I got, I got, the whole weekend. I got hosed out of my my weekend at the lake. Have you not taken enough from us, COVID? You're right. <laughs> yeah, right? It was probably fucking gorgeous last yeah. year. We weren't allowed to go outside. It's like, it's like, get back in the fiery water. Get back in the fiery water. But, all right, so that playlist, folks, is actually generated right meow. So if you went to Spotify and you looked up heavy metal over a six-pack, you can follow our profile. And you can find all of the playlists that we're going to start doing a way better job <laughs> by we, I, we're going to start doing a way better job of uh, constructing for you. So that whole playlist is there. It will also be available on uh, HMOA6pack.com. You'll be able to find it right on the front page. I'll make it like a featured along with pretty much an outlet to anything that we publish on whatever uh Whatever social media outlet, all of the episodes, um, beer reviews, most of which are still under construction, but we're ca- I'm catching up slowly but surely. So, beer, yeah. Woo! I have one announcement before we go. Puppers, of course. If you guys remember, we had a little. This is technically a shameless plug for myself. So, okay. Uh, fans of the dead, we had our Halloween episode with them. Yep. And they're still doing their thing, so if you haven't kept up with them, they're still rolling. Uh, me, myself, will be joining them uh, next weekend for an episode. So, Fancy. if you want to hear my tortured cat voice more, um, <laughs> I will be on tortured. for Willy's Wonderland. So That's awesome. Good dudes. Proud fun time. Yeah. That was a fun time. All six times we recorded it. <laughs> twice. We recorded it twice. Shut up, Dave. <laughs> Sorry. Who let it was fun, though. Get back outside. Man, you lit the fire and everything. It was great. You lit the fire. I know. <laughs> no, they're great guys, and they actually put, they put out awesome content. They do. So, awesome, dude. Awesome. That's all I got in my magic bag of tricks. You know what? I saw this announcement, so I think it's I think it's worth actually mentioning. So, we've had bands like on the show, like in the past, like Fathom Farewell just got signed, like they're off to like greater, great, awesome things. There was a really awesome band that we it was one of our original artists that we had on the show, and I just wanted to like give like some best wishes because um, Brian the drummer and Dave the singer unfortunately have decided to part ways with the band in front of me. And it's only right. worth mentioning because you know what? Those are four stand-up dudes. Like I actually, yeah. I love all of those guys. Absolutely. Like 
there's never been mo- four more people that have been like more supportive of like what we do here as a podcast, hardworking and like what they do as their craft. Um, Brian as a drummer, he's got like one of those rigs that like you have to like bring like a a seventeen guy like construction crew, yeah. like they erect it like it's like. <laughs> I had the honor of doing sound for it one day. Like he's got phantom power in there somewhere and like and whatnot. But like the dude is the dude is insane. And Dave as a vocalist was um like he put so much time and effort into his craft. Uh did it the right way. Like his songs were like meaningful, heartfelt. Like there there was a lot like a lot of meaning. Like I know he's stepping away for like family purposes. Yeah. Um, Brian is just, you know, mutual agreement. Like there was no hard feelings like between the band. Wish the best of luck for friend of me. I wish the best of luck for Brian, you know, whatever his, uh, future endeavors are. And, you know, Dave, like Dave's huge in the podcast world. Like he's had a couple of different podcasts and I just want to give those guys a shout out because you know what? They, they've meant a lot to myself. No, they're good guys. Um, and again, like I don't think we had any bigger supporters than the, than those dudes. And now I regret that we didn't get them back for like that second episode because we tried booking them last fall and we just couldn't get the dates right. Couldn't line up. Yep. But if you want to, if you want some memorable moments, <laughs> go back to episode five of our podcast when we uh, when we interviewed friend of me and meet Dave and John because fucking John, <laughs> that was a ama- that was an amazing afternoon of recording. Yeah, we saw them at the. Uh, uh, Static X show. Yeah. They were there. We were talking to him about having him back on. They were doing big things. I I was shocked. I was shocked when I saw like the the departures because they had some big, they had some big stuff lined up this Mm -hmm. summer and And they're very dedicated to what they do. Yeah. Right. But you know what? They're, they're awesome dudes. And so I just want to give it like a shout out. Like, you know, good luck to everybody. Hopefully it works out. If a friend of me continues, I mean, absolutely, John and um, Frank. Frank. On that on that same note, bands that we've had on that are going through lineup changes, Dead Fiction over there. They uh, right. they're looking they for a drummer, drummer now. At the moment. They lost their drummer Ben, who we had on mm-hmm. the show. Yep. Good guys. Make some pretty good music over there. Hey, it's real a, good it's sound. A, it's a tough time, and you know this. And the, the it takes of, it takes endurance. Hey, it takes in, like. It's true. No, it does. It's a commitment, is what it is. And and the last to follow up with a drummer. Um, does anybody remember Scumbag Steve, the meme that was out for a little while? No. It's got the hat. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. The hat. That, okay, yeah. That yes, one? yes, yes. If you know who Scumbag Steve is, I work with Scumbag Steve. Really? The actual kid, yes. Oh, my Lord. Um, <laughs> what? So his band at the moment is um, they're called Apothecate. They're in the process of setting stuff up and whatnot. He's the guitarist. And um, I've never really done this on the show, but they are in the looks for a drummer. And he did reach out to me, and I want to throw out to them is you know anyone who's listening, if you're in the Boston area, in the Natick area, you interest, it's it's out there. They're looking for one as well. So cool. So you can play with Scumbag Steve. <laughs> Congratulations. All right, Dave, bro. You know the drill. Well, kids, that's it for us here tonight. Having been a little over six pack. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Catching up on our uh, 4th of July barbecue podcast episode. We were sitting here with some greater good GG Vibes beer, 8.2%, and we survived. 
Thank you very much. It's very smooth, almost like vapor. It went down easy. Uh, I haven't stood up yet, to be fair. Yeah, if you're, uh, to be fair. If you're old enough to enjoy a be beer, fair. go ahead and grab one of these and let us know what you think. Uh, if you're not following us on the socials, go ahead and do that on the Snap Faces and the Face Tubes. And I don't think we're on Snapchat. Snap Face. Snap Space. I see face what you're space. doing, but I'm just making sure. Insta Space. I don't know. Twitter? All those things that Twitter? all those things that Bill Belichick. Says. I can't remember all the logins with the same username and password. <laughs> anyway, kids, thanks so much for tuning in to us. We are Heavy Metal Over Six Pack, the only place to find local, national, international rock metal and beer reviews. And this is us signing off. Love you. Hasta luego. Love you. Bye. That is the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Podcast. Marcus, Dave, and Anthony signing off. Check out the podcast at hmoa6pack.automatic.net. Email hmoa6pack at gmail.com. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.